For Truth with a Texas Twang, Fireside Talk Radio, the show where women ponder the things we store in our hearts. Host Kathy Carafi invites experts to talk openly about what women care about, like how to create lifelong companionship, dealing with mental illness in our families, bullying at school, and many others. You name it, we talk about it. Listen in now as Kathy helps us find answers to our most tender questions. Hey, welcome to Camp Crafty's Fireside Talk Radio, where our goal is to ponder over all the tried and true stuff we women store away in our hearts as we knit our families together in lifelong fellowship. Our favorite verse on this show is, but Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. Luke 2.19. Now, today we're going to talk a little bit about Valentine's Day and true faithful love with my beautiful daughter, Anna Craffy Pierce. But I want to thank Home Instead, our, our sponsors for this show. Home Instead Senior Care provides trustworthy, kind-hearted senior home care services in your loved one's home. All caregivers are thoroughly screened, extensively trained, professional, and reliable. At Home Instead, it's about providing the highest quality home care services to fit you and your family's needs. And we are so grateful for this opportunity to talk about one of my favorite holidays. Anna, welcome to the show. Hi, Mom. It's so good to be here. I think I can hear raindrops falling where you are. I was going to say, is there background noise today? I didn't think that through. (laughs) (laughs) There may be. That's okay. It's a really snuggly day to talk about true love and faithfulness and Valentine's Day. So let's get started. I got a quote when I was going through. I love this quote, especially when you're thinking about teaching your kids how to love faithfully for a lifetime. And you know that true love really starts, it probably starts before this, but When you hold that baby in your arms for the first time, there is something so dear about that. (coughs) Excuse me. So I pulled this quote from Mother Teresa. Let us always meet each other with a smile. For for the smile is the beginning of love. (laughs) Even if the smile is because they've just passed a little gas? (laughs) Yes, yes. You know, you fall in love with your baby. When you're holding them for the first time, that first smile, it doesn't matter what prompted it. I that know. Is- <laughs> you tell yourself it's because they like you. <laughs> no doubt. Oh. Um, I just wanted to talk to you a little bit about this because we're working on this book together, which I'm really excited about, about God's design for our children and how we raise them to be compassionate you know, I mean, the, actually, it's confidence, creativity, and compassion is what we're focused on in that book. And you're just bringing all these great crafts and things well, together for it. I I have an opinion about where you start when you're talking about true love. Let's then let's start at your favorite your favorite spot. That'll be perfect. It's a dear friend who gave me this piece of information before I even needed it because she had kids first, and and she told me not to take for granted the fact that I would love my baby the minute I saw them, that love was a gift from God, and that I should ask him for it ahead of time. <laughs> wow. I love that. I didn't give that you my, myself. I wish I'd thought of that. That's a because, good one. Because you can't control your chemistry. 
and you can't control how awful you feel after giving birth. That's true. Or any of that. And so we take for granted that the minute we see a beautiful new baby, that we're going to be, that we're going to love them instantly. And, and that's not true for everyone. And, and so to not take for granted that that happened, she said, well, just ask God for it ahead of time. And boy, she was right. And I was so thankful for the advice. And then, um, and, and that's all our relationships. Like I ask God all and that I love him more tomorrow than I did today. And it's one of my favorite things to pray at the end of the day. And then even just my husband, you know, I, I try to be thankful every day at the end of the day that I got to love him and that, that that's a gift. But so that's where I, I, I'm all about praying for love. <laughs> wow. Uh, well, start, you know. the start of true love. Oh. Really? True love is the kind of love that God offers us that's unconditional yeah. and redemptive. And, and, and I think sometimes we forget that he loves even our most broken and hurt places, that those, those experiences we have that are so traumatizing for us actually, he, he, they just, don't phase him. <laughs> no, he just loves to meet us in that place and really comfort yeah. us. And so the fact that Jesus suffered on the cross, means that we can trust his comfort and unconditional love for us. I mean, I I think that is such a great place to start when we're talking about Valentine's Day. Because, you know, St. Valentine, the whole tradition has to do with bringing comfort and encouragement to people. And now it's so commercialized and it involves chocolate, which I'm not complaining about. <laughs> oh, chocolate is definitely an asset when it comes to <laughs> I just love chocolate. Being a good, it it, make, it improves my whole mood. I'm happier, better mother, better wife when I've had chocolate. I'm pretty sure. Well, let's <laughs> yeah, let's talk a little bit about your children because your Beth is got the most generous heart. Oh, I'm not supposed to say her name on on. Oh. I know you do it sometimes too, but I forgive me. I didn't mean to say that out loud. I picked out their names. Their names are dear, so you know. Uh, well, actually, yeah. we've already started practicing. You know, with kids, practice is. It's what they do. They imagine things, and they try on ideas, and they pretend. So we're practicing for Valentine's Day right now. It's like weeks away still. And we've already uh -huh. created our first set of Valentines. Oh. My dear daughters were pink and red and had hearts and scribbles, and they were beautiful. And my sons were – one of them involved um, a truck for oh. his grandy. Uh -huh. And it had a joke, it had a joke on it. Now, mind you, it's a four and a half year old joke. So there was an explanation and she thought it was awesome. Oh. But then the one, the one that I will, I'm so thankful my friend left it at my house. I probably won't give it back to her because she read it uh -huh. and she got the message and now I get to keep it. My son dictated this beautiful little note to his, my, one of my best friends. And uh -huh. it said, dear auntie, um, I love you. Oh, what was the next line? Ah, I hope you, it was something about taking care of him or something like that. And then it said, I hope you love me too. Oh, and, and then he oh. hand wrote, uh, he dictated the, the message part, his four and a half. And uh, but then he hand, hand wrote his name in his own handwriting on the bottom, which that takes lots of effort right now. Yeah. And he's it was so, it was so classic what we all want, you know, like, I love you. I hope you take care of me and love me too. It was just, <laughs> you know what? I want to talk a little bit about that reciprocal nature of love and trust. When we come back from the break, we've got about a minute. 
I want to mention, don't forget to go to Kathy Craffy, C-A-T-H-Y-K-R-A-F as in Frank, V as in Victor, E as in Edward.com, where you will find all Anna's wonderful blogs that we've done together about raising great kids. And you can also begin to look for the book that will be coming out on this very topic sooner or later. We're right now just re- we're in the process of writing it right now. But we have a sequels plan, so that is going to be some awesome stuff. Anyway, Anna, thank you so much for being here. Don't go away, my listening and reading friends, because we are going to be right back with more from Anna about some of the practical things she's doing with her kids. I love what you shared about the Valentine, sweetie. That is great. So, so um, we have we have fifteen. I know. We have, I always I always get panicky when we're doing this countdown. Don't forget, you can also sign up for our blog, and you can get these in your inbox on a regular basis, and they're free, and they're just filled with ideas. So stay with us. We'll be right back. Truth with a Texas twang spoken here. Don't want to miss a moment at Fireside Talk Radio. So stay tuned for more adventures as we talk about the things women store and ponder in their hearts. More truth with a Texas twang when we return. Y'all to see my blue-eyed Sally. She lives way down on Shimbone Alley. The number on the gate and the number on the door in the next house over it's a grocery store. Hi, this is Kathy. As women, we have a lot to ponder, but even the toughest topics are easier when we open up authentically and share our tenderest wisdom with each other. During this break, I want to mention a special way you can help other women. You can sign up for our blog and share it with your friends. Our podcasts are designed to create tools to talk about the toughest topics at home or at work. You can help by going to Kathy Craffy, C-A-T-H-Y-K-R-A-F as in Frank, V as in Victor, E as in Edward, dot com. We hope you love sharing these conversational adventures as much as we love bringing in experts to tell their stories and share their wisdom. Truth with a Texas twang spoken here. My parents are getting older and I want to be there to help. But sometimes I spend more time taking care of them than my own family. It's starting to put pressure on my marriage, and I feel like I'm ignoring my kids. My parents need help. I need help. My mom wants to stay at home, but she honestly can't handle it on her own anymore. I've been taking care of her, but I just want to be her daughter again. I know mom feels the same way. I'm not sure where to turn. If you're struggling to care for your parents, you're not alone. Home Instead Senior Care can help. With personalized service and a personal touch, our caregivers will help your parents stay in the place they call home. Home Instead Senior Care. To us, it's personal. to thank our generous sponsors for making these candid conversations possible at Fireside Talk Radio, where we talk openly about the things women store and ponder in their hearts, where truth and Texas twang meet. Hey, we're we're still here, and we're just glad you're back with us. Honest, Anna told me over the break she was willing to talk romance for Valentine's Day. 
Anna, how do you, how do you even put romance in the picture when you got kids at home? Come on now, give me some good. Okay, well, I, it's not typical. Um, like chocolates and and candlelight is not really what I'm thinking. When we good. were first married, I stumbled upon like. Uh, it's a personal definition of romance because there were some things that Drew did for me that shocked me when I realized I thought they were really romantic. And he felt like the luckiest guy on the planet because it was things he just did that I happened to love. And I just came to realize that romance was about him knowing what I liked and knowing what would communicate love to me and doing that. It wasn't candlelight for me at all. Wow. Wow. That is good. That's good to know. So give me an example, something that, well, like if a, if a mom of young children is trying to think of something sweet to do for her husband, what would you suggest she kind of watch for? Well, it depends upon your husband and what's going to communicate love. For me, one of the most awesome moments that was so romantic, it was dripping and rainy and we were living in the hill country. We had this big live open live oak in our backyard Drew really associates nature with God, and and he he really loves it, and he wanted to share the rain with me. Like, he saw it start raining, and I love being outside, and of course I love him. He pulled me outside into the rain under the live oak tree, leaned me up against it, and just kissed me, and that was it. It didn't involve him planning ahead. It didn't involve him going and buying something. It was just a kind of a sweet, spontaneous moment where he wanted to show some, to share something precious with me. And, and it was like I stepped into, I mean, he doesn't know this because he grew up with all boys. So it's not like he's watched tons of rom-coms, but it was like I'd stepped into a romantic comedy or, or a classic film of some sort, you know, up against the tree and it's raining and he kissed me and it was, it was just so sweet. (laughs) I love that. One of my favorite stories about the two of y'all is, he knew to give you a knife as one of the first gifts. He gave you a pocket knife because you, yes. as an as an artist, you always are in need of one. I thought that was so smart of him. Plus, he loves knives himself. <laughs> and he, he did it again recently because, you know, you have to upgrade those things. The technology changes, apparently. Not that I would know, but he does. And I just like having a new knife. But he gave me one for my anniversary just a couple of years ago. And it's been a double whammy of sweet because I carry it. And when I pull it out, people are like, oh. You carry a knife. And I, I offer it if somebody needs to open something. I'm like, yeah, my husband gave it to me for my anniversary. And they always, like, do this kind of double take. Like, am, do I really think that that was romantic and awesome? And, of course, I do because, to me, it is romantic because it was so thoughtful. Well, I tell you, so, I've, I've known people that wanted vacuum cleaners as a romantic gift, but I, it never appealed to me. I will say one of the most thoughtful <laughs> gifts I've ever gotten was the, when your husband gave me a knife. I, I knew, I knew when he gave me a pocket knife, I had arrived as a mother-in-law. That was like, that is a treasure to me. Well, it's, it's about knowing the other person. And, and romance, of course, is easier when you mutually know each other. Like, the moment in the rain, part of the goodness of that gift is I know how precious nature is to Drew and that he wanted yeah. to share it with me was so dear, that that just moment that he had admired. So, but, so, um, so your advice ahead. really is to pay attention to what is precious to the other person and then enter into that appreciation with them. Yes, and to communicate well, that you're sharing something precious to you. It may be that the other oh. person, like it's hard to buy things for my husband because he doesn't like to spend money. So yeah, when I buy him true. things, I'm spending 
our money, his money too. And, and so that's hard. But if I share with him, if he knows what is precious to me, then when I share with him something of great value to me, even if it's not of great value to him, he understands that it's important and it's valuable. Okay, I'm going to interrupt you and say I want to. I don't want to let this segment end without asking you an important question. When you're raising kids and you want to teach them to love faithfully and, and beautifully, like the like you're describing, how do you do that with a little piece of paper and a Valentine? Like you said, your your son wrote that beautiful note to your friend. How are so you? Cute. How are you getting there? And what suggestions would you have for other moms? I. I don't know about suggestions, but I do know that as we're making those Valentines, everything I'm saying, I'm trying to honor the people who are loving us well. Oh. Um, as he was making his Valentine, you know, for our dear friend, the reason he thinks of her is she's in our life. She's an active part of it. And so he knows her and he desires his, to know that she loves him, like to have it in words. And oh. that's really sweet. And so while we were doing that, I also said to him, okay, we, we know you want her to love you. And she has a son who's a little younger and uh, he's our friend, but, but he's, you know, he'll grow up and then he and my son will be peers. But right now he's kind of the baby in the group. And Jason, after he made one for his auntie, I mean, he made one for the, our little friend. And on his, that was more of a directed one where I said to him, okay, Jason, how do you want to address it? Well, he said, dear, you know, I said, okay, mm-hmm. how, what, what is it that he would want? Cause Jason immediately had an idea. I'm like, yeah, okay. But, but what about your friend? What is it that he would think was special? Mm. And Jason figured it out. He said, I hope you come play trucks with us soon. <laughs> this oh, little boy is two I and love, a half. And I, I mean, love. he walks on our door and says, trucks, where does I trucks? Know. <laughs> I know I, that was really so thoughtful of Jason to understand that because that it is really clear. Like even I knew that his dear friend likes to play with the trucks. Yeah, that yes. that is so sweet. So basically, you're taking your kids and you're you're helping them. Like I see you do this with the the bo- brother and sister all the time. Your your son and your daughter. You're always coaching them to love each other really well and tenderly and thoughtfully. And and they just have picked that up so well. Well, but you're, I hope, you're, as we're doing I'm, Valentine's, Mom, I really hope that somewhere out there there's a husband and a wife for my kids, you know, that Jason someday yes. falls in love with a sweet girl who I'm already praying for, and Beth falls in love with a sweet boy who'll be a man by then who I'm praying for. And they may be single for the rest of their lives, but on the off chance that they're not, I'm praying for those people. And so as we're doing Valentine's, I want them to understand romance. In that sense of it's knowing the other person and what they what will communicate their their preciousness to you. So, yes. well, I love what you said. This reminds me so much of the chapter in my marriage book where I talk about f- fellowship is the best foreplay because if you feel yes, safe, so I mean, true. you know, if you're on the same page and you're knocking rocking along, just having fun together. And having fellowship and companionship, and, and that's going to be a sparky thing in a husband and wife relationship. And, and really fun is awesome, but it's bonus. It's like the icing. You can be yeah. walking along, having fellowship, doing hard work. And well, that's that true. that can be foreplay. Because really, I mean, that, when you're on a that's team, true. the camaraderie of being on a team is so powerful that you don't even have to be having fun. One of the most romantic things we did, Mom, I knew I was on the right team with Drew. 
we were at a church event, and there'd been a wedding the night before at the venue, and I mean, it was trashed. Oh. And Drew and I looked at each other. We got out the rubber gloves, and we went and cleaned the bathroom. Wow. <laughs> but that, you know what's interesting about that is that really brings in the sacrifice, sacrificial nature of things that are romantic. It was so romantic because we didn't have to, I didn't have to say, oh, it would be a good idea. He didn't have to, he didn't have to like con me in it or into it or talk me into it or trade me for something. It just had to be done. We both had the skill set. We, we knew the other person's heart. Yeah. And I mean, we just did it together. It was like no big deal. I love that. And if I'd been by myself, it would have been so gross and awful, but it was this hilarious shared unexpected thing that we did together. Well, I love that. And your dad and I say one of the most romantic things we've ever done is build a, a fence in the pouring <laughs> rain. And we were drenched. But it was it was so much fun and such hard work. But really, really romantic. I mean, we laughed about it at the time and still do today that that could be was our big romantic Indiana? moment. <laughs> but was that was, Louisiana? Yeah. Yeah, that was in Louisiana. And we were so we were, poor. We, and we, we were so work, working together. Too. And you needed, we needed the fence for you to keep your kids safe. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it was just a kind of a perfect storm of things that made it really dear to us, a sweet memory for us. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's so interesting. So your kids are making Valentine's. They don't have to. I made Valentine's yesterday with the youngest of the grandbabies. And I'm going to just tell you, they were primitive. But I heard this <laughs> morning, I heard this morning they really hit the spot because all the other kids, the big siblings, were so excited to get their first Valentine Aww, from that little one that she sister. made herself. She, yeah, Aww. she scribbled all over them. <laughs> Yeah, it was fun, and I'm pretty sure we're still, I mean, Valentine's is still a few days away for us, so I'm pretty sure we're going to have two batches of Valentine's from that little one this year. That's actually an interesting aside. You know, she is really good at saying no. So those kids, when they get a Valentine, when they get a yes from her, they know she really means it, which is kind of a dear thing about a kid learning to say no. True. That's so true. I love that good boundaries make for good friends, don't they? Yeah, well, they really do. So we have to wrap this up, but we covered a lot in a few minutes. I think anybody listening will have some really great ideas. And I hope, just feel relieved that you don't have to do something so orchestrated and special and perfect in every way. Romance can really come out of cleaning the bathroom. I mean, what a great example. <laughs> or or like scissors with a two-year-old, you know, scissors and glue, mainly me. And then she had the paper and the magic markers that were washable. Markers. Yeah. Right. So that, that was good. So we ha- we only have a, a few minutes left. I have to close this. I really hate that. Anna, thanks for doing this with me. It's so fun when you're on the air. I love being on the show with you. Thank you. I always look forward to it. Okay. And so don't forget, you can go to Kathy Craffy, K-R-A-F is in Frank, V is in Victor, E is in Edward.com for lots more, especially from dear Anna. She has just filled up my blog pages with tons of great ideas for raising children and making beautiful friendships. She is really gifted at that. So we invite you to come there and find them and you can sign up for our free weekly blogs there while you're there and look for our books. There'll be many choices coming. They're just, we're just writing books as fast as we can now. So look for those too when you're on our website or contact me there at kathycraffy.com. And in the meantime, we hope that God blesses you with lots of love all around you. And I hope that he opens your heart and eyes to see it when people are lavishing you with their 
Dear Affection. So thank you for tuning in today. This is Camp Crafty, Fireside Talk Radio, Truth with a Texas Twang, spoken here. Thank you for joining us today where we speak truth with a Texas twang about the very things that touch our hearts. Thank you for joining us today and we will see you again next week. Oh, Got it.